small podcast in a network far, far away. I'm, um... I'm drinking a Star Wars themed IPA just for this. theme? Really? Mm-hmm. That's fun. It's it uh, called. Uh, I was about to say, you gotta guess the name. I'm so proud yeah. that you're already doing oh, it. Okay, oh, go. Okay, is uh, it called. Um. <sighs> Do you want a hint? Mm. Hint. It's a Han Solo Obi-Wan. quote. What? Oh, it's it's a, a what quote? quote? Yeah, it's named after a Han Solo quote. Oh, okay. It's uh... I love you, IPA. <laughs> no. Um. It's I know IPA. Nope. It's a Han Solo quote. Um. Who, is it who's scruffy looking? Oh, that's a great name for an IPA. But yeah. no. Think um, think like more douchebag. I don't care what you smell. <laughs> that is also a very good IPA name. Uh oh. How are you? Foreign conversation anyway. Luke, we're gonna have company. No. It's uh never tell me the odds double IPA. Uh, oh, that's, that's see, a I was really going for deep cuts. For IPA. The, that was I was going for deep cuts there. The odds of successfully navigating the galaxy of juicy Double IPAs available is approximately three thousand seven hundred twenty to one. That 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 straight up that sounds like like a menu description from the fucking Alamo Draft House. That's some good shit. Luckily, oh, yeah. this one is made by the right band of rebellious heroes who can deliver the delicious mm. blend of tropical and citrus hop flavors. We're not being sponsored by these people, but uh, it's good beer. No, but that's good shit. Yeah. Props to the good beer people. Props to the good beer people. Hey guys, st- don't don't get by light. Support your local breweries. Get yourself a nice IPA. And if you don't drink, if you don't drink, why, why bother?
This is the podcast with Haley and Red, but we have a guest from Fourth Friends Rewatch. It's Sarah. We're going to talk about Star Wars. It's the time we fix things and we come up with an auteur and we like to use all of the pieces that the property already is that had. Your so window? That you got like a really nice view. You can see like the treetops and shit. Huh? Uh, Sarah just posted a picture. <laughs> oh, you threw off my rhythm. Oh, I'm sorry. I threw off, I live, threw off uh, my groove. I threw off the succubus's groove. I, I live on the Appalachian Trail, uh, so yeah, it's pretty nice out. Not tight. Welcome to I Can Fix That. This podcast where we take your that. your favorite media properties and we we make them better by do, following a, a strict set of guidelines. Red, what are the guidelines? Uh, don't we usually introduce everyone first? Oh yeah, that's part of the guidelines, isn't it? I should probably open that up. <laughs> it's okay. Do not worry. Welcome to I Can Fix That. This is a podcast. We take things and we make them better and more gay. I'm Red Van Buskirk. Who are you people? I'm I'm your I'm everyone's favorite co-host, Haley Rose. And who is our funky fresh little guest showing up in the t- t- teleportation bay? That's a Star War, right? No, no, that's a I, I know, I know it's no. not. I was, I was for- making a funny. I was making a, a force funny. ghost. Who's our force ghost? Yeah, who's our force projecting? ghost? I'm, uh, I'm Sarah. I'm uh, the resident podcast slut on Lunar Light, and I try and get on everyone's podcasts. Uh, and I and we stand. Yeah, and I'm from I'm from a podcast called Force Friends Rewatch, also on Lunar Light, where we talk about the Star Warses a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm uh, also from Ending Pending. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm, and today, um, if if our deep cuts weren't, uh, weren't clue enough, we're going to fix The Legend of Zelda. That's right, everybody. Um, my favorite character in The Legend of Zelda is the wonderful green hero, Zelda, mm-hmm. who swings his mighty sword. You know um, what, though, Haley, I got, like, a crazy idea. What if Zelda was a girl? Linkle? I've, uh... <laughs> I've never played a Zelda game, but I have seen a lot of uh, Zelda porn. Um, Un- I, don't the, worry, Pretty much get the story the, from that. The, 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 it, I mean, the what's boy, the story? Zelda characters are hot. The, the boy elf uh, gets pegged a lot by, like, this really big orc guy. Oh, the Gorons or, or, or Ganondorf. Sarah, um, I've seen that porn. The... Oh, same I've porn. Seen the, I've seen that one. Actually, I've I... I've seen it. I don't know Wait, if the, know the elf is a boy, to be honest. Uh, they they have a dick, which doesn't mean much. But, I will say but that, also... that Link does get force-femmed a lot. Yeah, I was going to say she, they're, they're, she, they're frequently she... in like makeup and... Like yeah. lingerie while they're getting pegged by the she, big work guy. She was not a boy by the end of it. I can tell you that much. But force femme rewatch aside, we need to talk about Star Wars we're and talk about also Star Wars. how we're going to fix it. Yes. So because thank you for boy. coming on to our show. Oh boy. 
Yeah, we do need to. I just actually, I've been fucking covertly preparing for this. I've been rewatching uh, Star Wars uh, with uh, our friend KC. Uh, I mean, I feel like last... you would have been doing that no matter when what we were gonna. You were you were doing that before Sarah suggested coming onto the show. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. I've been like, it's like the destiny prepared me. The force was guiding me towards oh. this outcome. I know. Oh, I see. I wrote about 13 pages of notes for this to prepare and then I, I listened remember anything. I listened to your guys Danny Phantom episode and was like I didn't need to do this and I just deleted all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. No, not at all. I'm, I'm still ready. I'm still ready to go but I was like this is going to be a little bit more loosey-goosey a little more freeform. Um, yeah, this is... Yeah, so we is... got... We got two major Star Wars fans, and then you got me, whose parents are obsessed with Star Wars, and whose sibling is obsessed with Star Wars, and I'm just kind of there. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, I know mm -hmm. things about Star Wars. I don't know all of the Star Wars. Do you know the names of the Star Wars? Uh, yeah, there was the first Star Wars, and then there was Star Wars 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Uh, and Star then there Wars was Star 3, <laughs> Love Never Dies. Yeah, Star Wars three, Love Never Dies, uh, and then and then they kind of jumped to Star Wars seven. I've been rewatching and... Turtles, so I'm just very appreciative that oh, Star I Wars fucking... two is the secret of the ooze. Finally, someone gets my Turtles references. I've... I've been making damn references for thirty years, and no one's been getting them. I fucking love the Turtles. Get back here, me me trying to make a Turtles reference to someone. Get back here. I'm not finished with you. Damn! Is that a Jose Canseco bat? Not a Jose Canseco bat. <laughs> so, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Just like um, Star Wars, we don't have any idea of what we're doing or what we're talking well, just about. Just like Star Wars, we're telling this out of order. Um, do we, do we so, want to fix it by trilogy? That might work. Do we just want to try and, like, start to finish one through nine? Or should we, like, make up, like, a new trilogy? Like, the next trilogy? I think that's part of it. But I think first we need to say that we all like Star Wars in some capacity. Yes. Or, or are neutral to Star Wars in some no, capacity. No, I like Star Wars. We hope for the best. We hope, we wish it the best, and it keeps letting us down. Um, yeah. The only Star Wars that never let me down was eight. And that's because eight is the only good Star Wars. Eight is really good. Um, uh, so here are the rules. First, mm -hmm. slappy, stinky boy with the beard and the glasses. Um, both of them. Gotta get rid of them. Are we saying Ouch. George Lucas or J.J. Abrams? Both, both of them. Okay, they're both. They're, they're it's both slappy one I mean and slappy two. Okay. I mean, George Secret Lucas has already gotten gotten taken care of. He's over in the in the basement eating salad. Mm -hmm. We gotta get Mariah Lucas back. Was that his wife's name? It's a shame that I know George's name for sure, and I'm like, I think it's Mariah. Yeah, but we need she. But we need to. She saved a, a new, new Star Wars. We do still need to keep Industrial Light and Sound on. They do good work. mm Hmm. We need work. to make a new Star Wars cook man author. That's the one. 
Oh, and, yeah, um, it's time for our groundbreaking segment. It's called Autor Assembly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Sarah, I want you to chime in on this because you have a, a knack, I feel, for coming up with Star Wars-y names. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like, um, are we going to explain what it is for new listers? Uh, yes. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to preface that I want it to be kind of an in-universe character. So ah. Autor Assembly is a section on the show where we come up with a new creator of the show yes the way you would look at uh you know how harry potter is you typically you would go oh jk rowling made that but not anymore now it's nw toblerone now it's a Um, creation of nw toblerone uh that is spelled (laughs) e-n-d-o-u-b-l-e-y-o-u-t dot O dot B dot L, uh, the rest of Toblerone. I don't know how to spell it. Toblerone so, is all an acronym, but NW is not. Um, so that's who made Harry Potter now. Much in the same way, we're taking George Lucas and J.J. Abrams, and we're just, and we're just throwing them in the garbage. We're putting um, them in the salad bowl. We're putting them in the salad bowl in the basement. So here's what we got to do we got to come up with somebody and like i said i want this to be you want it to be an in-universe in- star wars name yeah i, I want it to like be that the- a lot i do okay. like that like someone chronicling the star wars yeah like somebody in the background like a bothan one of the will been invisible this yeah. whole and, time and the idea is that now after this whenever someone makes like fan art or fan or fan fiction or anything they don't credit us they credit our auteur who is mm-hmm. the "Quote unquote true creator of of uh, what we're going to fix." So I have an mm-hmm. I have a name ready, okay. and I'm gonna say it, and people are gonna be like, "That's the dumbest name ever." And I just want to remind everyone that Star Wars, and I love it, but the greedy really don't. the greedy bounty hunter's name is Greedo, the evil mm-hmm. Sith assassin's is it, is name it, is it Shaggy is Savajo Press. The Jedi who looks like Shaggy is Shaggy. The the <laughs> evil warlord who does war crimes is General Grievous. The mm-hmm. evil mastermind the is scummy, Darth Sidious. The, so like the scummy the scummy death stick dealer in the bar is named Sleaze Bagano. He is. I love Sleaze Bagano. Um. He, okay. So my my creator of Star Wars is mm-hmm. um going to be. Direct script writer. I like that a lot. Direct script writer is very good. Direct. This is script writer. We're on some fucking Hideo Kojima shit here, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> That's how you know we're making a good episode. I mean, also the protagonist of the mm-hmm. show is a guy who leaves the planet and is becomes a pilot. And his name is Skywalker. And then there's a lone wolf character named name Solo. Solo. Who canonically named himself that because he is alone. Yes. that's well, He didn't name himself that. He was named that. But but he stuck with it. He stuck with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the Jedi Master who is going to die is named Jedi Master... I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Yeah. So so my 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 proposal is direct 
script writer. So direct script writer is a perfect name, so and I that, love it. It's so very good. If you want to spell it's it, very, listeners, very it's D I dash R E K T, and then script writer is just one word. So I, I now, think are they? I'm sorry. I, I was gonna say, are they a human? Yeah. What are is they... their What is their race? It, what What is their calling in the in the Star Wars universe? Are they like a tentacle person? Are they... they like the guy from the holiday special with like the hole in his head and the and the lady poured the drink into his head? <laughs> she is. She is a. She is a Twi'lek. She is okay. a cyborg, and she mm-hmm. is a trans bi lesbian. And we stand. Yeah. And we'll we'll and she's yeah. okay. powerful. And she sounds very powerful. And as Would a, she be able to snap me in half? As a Twilight, she is also she only ever wears power suits. Like Twilight women are always scantily clad and it's bullshit. So she mm-hmm. only ever wears like these really these really intense, intimidating power suits. And she doesn't like take that. shit from anyone. Also mm-hmm. she has robot arm. Yeah, she's got a robot arm. For sure. And she got. Does she that, have robot that's tentacle? That's how she writes so fast. Like robot head tentacle. Oh, her. Um, her lecu? What are those called? No, the lecu is the clothes you put on it. Oh, well. Like, that's just deep shit. Here's the thing. Yeah. We got some rules we got to follow through. We got to mm-hmm. use what's there. We can't add anything new, whole cloth from outside of the universe. However, Basically, if it's something that was established in the shows or any of the uh, in-universe books, those are fine, even if they were later declared non-canon. <clears throat> mm-hmm. My um, my goal is to change as little as possible, but also... As much to, as possible. I, I think, like, small changes will make the biggest difference. Because mm-hmm. it'll show, like, oh, wow, with only, like, a little tweak, this would have been easy. phenomenal. So that's my goal going into this. <laughs> Okay. Phenomenal. 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 I'm charging my attack. So, um, uh, it has to be for the same audience. So, this is, like, kids. Like, we're still for kids, but, like, up through adults. It has to be really wide appeal. Very wide older appeal. kids. Slightly older 14. kids. I don't want like three year olds watching it. It is violent. Yeah, I mean, blood. Luke did get an arm cut off. Yeah. On so like, um, it can get pretty brutal. And then obviously three is. I think three is the only one that's PG thirteen, right? Because he gets lit on all fire. the sequels are PG thirteen. Yeah. Everything yeah. Disney. All the sequels. Are everything. Disney oh, that's era right. Because the original, the original Tridge came out before PG thirteen existed. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. They did. Indiana Jones invented PG thirteen. They did, yeah, when a guy got his heart ripped out. Yeah. Yeah, Kalima. Um, the other thing is it has to have the same general premise and genre, so it has to stay a, a, a science fantasy space opera. Um, it is not science fiction. I will not, I'm will. i not bending on this. No, it's, it is science fantasy. Who the fuck says it's science fiction? A lot more people than you think. Star Trek <laughs> is science fiction. Star Wars Sarah, don't give a you... shit how any of this stuff works. It's magic, and that's how fantasy works. If you have spent any amount of time in the Star Wars fandom, as Sarah and I have, it is, this is a, a, a hotly debated subject, yeah, <laughs> weirdly it's, enough. Yeah, it's not sci-fi. 
but it's um, science fair it's so fair even even the technology is magic like how does a hyperdrive yeah. work like no one cares no one knows how does a tractor special beam? rocks doesn't matter special- a lightsaber is literally powered by a cool little magical crystal yeah which chooses you crystals. the magic crystal mm-hmm. chooses you the magic yeah. crystal chooses you is like a thing. fucking wand in nw toblerone's harry potter um yeah. so the other thing is we have to make it gay shouldn't mm-hmm. be too hard star wars is constantly teetering on it's so ex- exceptionally close gay. gay it's very I homosexual saw- I saw it's ex- I saw eight for the first time the other day with Haley. Lando is how is he not gay? He is. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They just don't know, um, but he is. Oh man, I had Luke someone is very gay. I had he someone, is just a little twink boy. I had yeah. someone argue with me on Facebook. And this mm-hmm. was before Solo came out. They were arguing with me on Facebook that Lando was a heterosexual icon. And what? I was just what? like I was like, excuse me? And there Lando Calrissian does not care what you are. He will fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> heterosexual was... icon is like Doom Guy. Just I... constant violence, consumption, and fucking. I was like, like. I was like, if Lando had come out in 2002, they would have called him metrosexual. That's how gay he is. Like, If Lando yeah, had come, come out today, then people would, would be complaining about queer coding. If Lando came out fucking whenever good for him yeah so um <laughs> good for, i would good describe him, him honestly as him. uh not pansexual but like omnisexual or even xenosexual just like he's ready to fuck whatever comes and lands on his platform like it's he's ready to go and the capes yeah straight the people capes. don't wear capes name no. one name one heterosexual who has ever worn a cape you can't. And no, if you say Clark no. Kent, you're wrong about your assumptions about Clark Kent's sexuality. Clark Kent, have you seen Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne in the same room? Because that is not straight whatsoever. <laughs> that's the most, that's the most, like, they're, that's like ace, homoromantic, like, just, they just want to be strong around each other. Yeah, it just makes they, them just happy. Wanna, they just want to, they just want to be strong and eat pasta together. Ending Pending had a, had an episode long debate about who bottoms, uh, Batman or Superman. It's Batman. Yeah, oh, 100%. But, yeah, uh, Batman. There, I'm not going to say which host, but some host disagreed, and, uh, I stood my <laughs> ground. I'm glad, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, so, okay. What did the show do well? A lot. Well, it's the general place. premise of Star the shows Wars are is pretty really good, but <laughs> we're not fixing those. The general, yeah, premise of Star Wars is really good, and I think we should stick to the main series because there's a lot of Star Wars out there, yeah. and mm-hmm. ultimately, I feel like the main series is the worst part of Star Wars. <laughs> Can we? And also, if we have time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Fix Rogue One and Solo. Please, like, uh, like yes. we have to do episodes one through nine. Are for we gonna sure. do this in like a timeline? In like just one, a- just one after the next. I say we do order mm-hmm. of release, uh, except yeah, release for order, I think, is Solo and Rogue One. We'll do those at the end. Okay, that I sounds think about right. I think the release order is anachronistic, and it could be you. You could say, oh, this is. So it's bad, it's confusing, it's spoily, whatever. But, like, I think the release order is fun. Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Like, it's 
it's fun. The ride has been really fun. Having been like around and having been conscious of Star Wars prior to the prequels coming out and like experiencing Star Wars coming back and then having that happen again as an adult when the sequels came out, um, that ride of like ah more Star Wars coming out Star Wars. is is so fucking cool. Um, I remember crying when I saw Episode Seven, like Episode VII, scroll up because I I'd, I'd watched that scroll happen millions of times, and never has there been a VII, and it it hit me all at once. I'm like, there's more Star Wars, <laughs> and it was a very sweet moment. Um. Oh, also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put an embargo on Plinket references. Uh, so if any of y'all want to make your Mister Plinket references, you can go ahead and just get those out of your system right now. You can just fuck uh, off. Sure. Oh, uh, unless you like Plinket, I'm sorry. But... I've, I uh, am indifferent to Mister Plinket. I, I enjoyed Plinket at a time before I thought critically about things. Um, yes. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'll. Uh, there's one Plinket that's. Uh, uh, oh yeah, here's the. You didn't notice it, but your brain did. That's it. That's all I got. Um, As I, my... I, I personally like the, uh, the, where you're reading the script. Oh look, there's the script right there. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things I can't revisit I, for fear. Um, I love the prequels. Like I, I genuinely yep. love all of star wars uh i'm struggling yep. a little bit with nine i'm not there yet but i <laughs> i genuinely love star wars and even the star wars that i like the least which is nine still has bright spots for me like babu frick yep. babu frick is great so like um yeah I'm, I'm not here to hate on anything i i love i love this series very very much yeah yeah but it can be improved and yeah. so um release order is fine uh I, I say let's just jump into it. So first, jump in. First and foremost, mm-hmm. girl Luke, girl fem Luke, Luke girl please. Luke. Girl Luke. Those edits have been going around on fucking Twitter, and they give me fucking feelings, and I I love it. Girl Luke. And so, girl Luke, fem Luke. Unfortunately, Mark Hamill will find a new way into career. Well, Mark Hamill exists. We're just remaking it. So. Mark Hamill's fine. What's wrong with Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill's fine. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with Mark Hamill. Listen, Mark Hamill. We're not is, going back in time. So much and happier it. doing voice yeah, acting. Yeah, we're not now. going back in time. Like, so it's fine. that's what I was saying. I was worried about denying Mark Hamill his entrance into the public eye via removing him from Star Wars. But so. he, he, his most of his career is out of the public eye doing voice acting, so mm-hmm. it's fine. So <laughs> along along the lines of Fem Luke. Something that is really important to Andy is the big scenes being put back in. I think it is a travesty that the big scenes were cut. And I also think that it does Luke's character a disservice. I think his introduction of like him being made fun of and like also goofing off with his friends makes him really endearing right away. Whereas human, yeah. friends, whereas yeah, exactly. In, if you're watching New Hope right now, he just kind of seems like a weirdo who hangs out with his aunt and uncle and like bitches. So like, keep the big scenes in. But if we're making Luke a girl, we have Them. to make Biggs a girl because they have to kiss at the end, and it needs to be mm-hmm. gay and really sad right before Biggs blows up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to do bury your gaze because when we get to Empire, Luke and Wedge are gonna hook up. But that's besides yes. the point. We're we'll, um, we'll on a new hope right now. We'll, we'll cross that that bridge when we get to it. Um. Okay. No more sibling so. kissing too. Can we take that out of a new? Yeah. Hope? Can we? Can we take out the sibling kissing? I yeah, know that no they didn't know kissing. they were siblings, but like, come on, it's fine. Yeah. It's, I, I get that they technically wouldn't have known, but in it, it, it's never fun when you know that there's C three PO. C three PO. Can we Perfect. kiss C three PO? Can we have? Can C-3PO. we have someone kiss? Not, not even romantically, just, just a nice platonic little kiss on his funny little uh, coin slot mouth. <laughs> um. I think that's fun. I think C-3PO is the perfect amount of gay. See, I, I would not change a single thing about R2 or C-3PO. They are perfect. Yeah, they're they're perfect, especially in the original trilogy. Sequels C-3PO, prequels C-3PO, we'll get into that. Um, R2 has been perfect throughout the entire series. Um, so, obviously, Luke has to be girl. Mm-hmm. Does Han be girl? Yes. So I thought about this. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Han and Lando fucked. Yes. And unless we're changing Lando girl, all of the cast in the original trilogy to women, which I'm fine with, mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of Han Finn being be non-binary of of Han being the space gay and just hanging mm. out with these two like easily more competent and powerful women but like he's the one with the car and right. he, like he's that. like he's like the Sokka he's like the party fuck up yes. who also happens to just be like really lucky and shit works out for him and I kind of yeah. want to keep him as a dude I do like I that wanna, that is a good point I want to keep him as a dude and I want his approaches to Leia like I want him to be bi I want a bi representation yes. here from our good friend uh, Han Solo. I want him to have fucked and been together with Lando, and so their relationship is now like not just like former criminal yeah, buddies. Maybe maybe they're not but... even like former lovers. They are still business friends, but they just also fucked at some point, well, and it was yeah, just a they're... thing that happened. Well, I have a and I have a theory about Han, in mm-hmm. that before Han met Lando, Han dressed like like just just a real shit like cargo shorts. And like <laughs> fucking UFO and, pants, and uh, like like a UFC shirt that's like two sizes too big, and that when Lando found him and was like, "Oh, honey," and like taught no. Han how to dress, and then yeah. Han kind of stabs him in the back and like wins the Falcon, and they have their falling out. But in Empire, when Lando gets the Falcon back, Lando also got his old closet back, and he's wearing his oh. old clothes. Now here's another suggestion that I think sort of builds on top of that. Trans Han. See that. Trans Han, Trans Boy Han. Trans Boy is Han very powerful. is very powerful. And it also yes. would show why Lando taught him how to dress. Yes. Now here's the thing. I want Trans Boy Han mm-hmm. and I want I want I want Cis Girl Leia. I want Cis Girl That's, Leia. I want yeah. them to be I want them to be uh platonic twin sisters, Luke and Leia. Or uh, what would Luke's name be? We uh, need a new, new name. Luke. Luna. Luna Skywalker. That e- that works better than Luke. 
Yeah. Um, so I want trans boy Han Solo. Chewie, perfect. Um, Chewie's perfect. All, I would not Chewie's change a single thing about Chewie. Um, I would change his son. I would like his son to be named Crunchy instead of Stinky. Yeah. No, I think it's Lumpy. Yeah, lumpy. it was Lumpy. I don't want. I don't want it Lumpy. I want his son to be named Crunchy, and that's the only mm -hmm. change I want. We can still have the holiday special. Please, please don't get rid of that. I need it. Yeah. I need it. I want Han's approaches on Princess Leia to be Not framed creepy. as inappropriate and creepy. No, I want them oh. to stay the same. I want her to say, "Fuck you. You don't treat me that way. Fuck you." But You're supposed to be my friend, and it's drama, and it becomes a lesson for the young men in the audience to be like, this is not an appropriate way to approach women, and then Han has to learn to kind of, like, stop being a self-centered fucking prick who thinks that he's the fucking gift to women, and that he has to be a little bit more uh, respectful of their boundaries. The, and yes. the gentleman in Empire who awkwardly tries to squeeze through their fight in Echo Base circles mm -hmm. back to Han when Leia has walked off and like reams Han out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, that was inappropriate. She is your commanding officer. How dare you speak to her that way? Also, instead of, storms instead of, off. instead of Leia in the bikini, can we just put Lando in the bikini? Like, I think Luke in the bikini. Luna no, the bikini? I think Luke should still come in to rescue Han yeah. and Leia. Put Han in the bikini. Put Han in the bikini. Oh, but no, if no, Han is a trans man now, then it's... Because Han is trans. No, that Yeah, that's bad. no good now. Mm, if Han Although that would, be, that would be horrifying and, like, really shitty, horrible thing for Jabba to do and would make Jabba seem like like real evil if we're keeping oh, it, it also, just, if we're keeping also, it like, pg though whatever trans people are viewing like that would be too horrifying you know yeah that's pretty that's pretty heavy shit yeah that's um, fucked um is in yeah, the bikini I... <laughs> Jabba's in the bikini Jabba no is i in think the bikini. i think leia leia in the bikini strangling Jabba with a chain is one of the most powerful images in the Ridge tridge that is um, true. I'm fine with keeping so, it, especially if it's not called the slave bikini, which is fucking yeah. gross, but the mm -hmm. hut slayer. It's hut slayer yeah. Leia. I'm fine with it if we call it the hut slayer. Also, I want Leia to be bigger. I want her to not be fucking cocaine and cigarettes thin. I want her to be, like, have some have some pudgy, have a little chubby tum going yeah. on good good body representation there i don't want her to have to be like she's still framed as like sexualized she's being she's being sexualized mm -hmm. <laughs> but you want her to be like, the size in, of that she would scorpion, look like a real uh, fucking person that scorpion lesbian yeah. from uh she-ra yeah. yeah yeah just like god thick. i love Scorp yeah i want scorpia to lift me up and crack my spine over her knee and then toss me into a river I have not watched that show, but I really want to just because I want to cosplay her. Mm, that's a powerful. That's powerful. I like that. Yeah. So I need to watch it at some point. So getting ahead of ourselves. Here. Yeah. Uh, we keep kind of threading through the trilogy, which I think is good. Yeah. I mean, we're doing but it trilogy have, by trilogy. Yeah. We got to talk. We got to talk. New Hope, Empire, mm -hmm. and Jedi, mm -hmm. like in. Like, what is the plot through line here? We're keeping... I love Death Star. I love Rebels. I love 
um, Obi-Wan coming to save the day. Here's the thing I want desperately, and this is very real of mm-hmm. my own criticism. I want when we meet Obi-Wan and all of Obi-Wan's teachings mm-hmm. to be kind of questioned by the other characters like Han. Because Han does it a little bit. And I want Luna to do it a little bit. And I want Leia to do it. And I want fucking, yes. you know, Chewy. I want them to start criticizing the sort of like weird, toxic, masculine, like yes. suppress your feelings, you know, th- aspect of, of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I want that to be constantly aware like people are being constantly made aware of that Mm -hmm. so that when luke chooses to go save his friends or when luna goes to save her friends in empire uh it's seen not as an act of like failure but rather as an act of defiance to the status quo so that when we go bug the shit out of me when with that movie yeah and then when we go back to the prequels the framing is not oh, look at these really cool Jedi. How shitty is it that all the cool Jedi disappeared and now there's none? It's such a tragedy. Rather than that, have it be the same theming from 8 and have it be like, look at this really flawed like system and watch how it crumbles because of how flawed it is. Individually, all of the... What the prequels were trying to do, basically. Individually, I would say all of the main Jedi we get to know through the prequels are heroes and they're good people and they're trying their best but they are complicit yeah. in a completely failed system mm-hmm. and if they're we cops. and if we establish that in the original trilogy that going off your point Haley with Luke leaving in uh, I'm sorry Luna leaving in Empire I also want her to more seriously call out Yoda and old Ben in mm-hmm. Jedi Mm-hmm. And for her to say, you have both lied to me and manipulated me. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the good thing, like the good impact you've had on my life, but I'm going to go do this my way. And like, and then yeah. they're like, that's the path to the dark side. And, and then Luke is like, and Luna says, oh, then Luna can have like a real crazy one liner back at Yoda and be like, I think dogma, like, like blind adherence to dogma is the path to the dark side only jedi and then walks in away yeah only jedi deal in absolutes and like <laughs> or no how about how about she says only sith deal in absolutes and then calls them the fuck out yes. as acting like shitty dark side people and then they're like oh fuck and then six is the return of the jedi is all about yoda being like shit everything i've spent the last fucking thousand years of my life doing has been really fucked up. How many people have I fucked up? I have to die. I have to fucking, you have to take over, dude. You're fucking way better at this than me. You figured some shit out that I didn't figure out in all of my wisdom and all of my fucking training. I never figured this out. So you have to train the next, you know, set of Jedi. And then Luna's like, there are no other Jedi. How do I train more Jedi? And then Yoda's like, there is another Skywalker. And then that's the moment where you're like, oh, fuck. And that's the that's the real crucial moment of, like, maybe the Jedi can come back. Um, and I Also, yes. in all of this, uh, Red 5 and Red 3 fall in love. Mm-hmm. Wedge, mm-hmm. Wedge, mm-hmm. Wedge and Luke. Wedge and Luna. Wedge and Luke. Wedge and Luna fall in love. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it, their hug in Return of the Jedi, which is so full of sexual tension in the original version, yes. there's going to be a little smooch there. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, l- um, just a little smooch. 
Just a little, a little smooch. smooch. Just a little smooch. Just a little victory party smooch. Just a little smooch. And we're also going to have uh, Captain Antilles um, uh, recognize uh, C-3PO and R2. Because they were uh, his droids. Yes. <laughs> Could... It's, that's it's canonical, right? Like it's like uh, they they belong. Uh, they say we belong to Captain Antilles, it, yeah. like several times. <laughs> and, so, and, like, Antilles why, is like the last name Smith, though. There's like a there's like a million Antilles in Star Wars. Oh, it's Wes. It's Wes Antilles, right? Yeah, Wedge Antilles. The, yeah, but the Wedge Wedge okay. Antilles. But the other the Captain Antilles is the guy that Vader is choking at the start of A New Hope. Antilles. Oh, okay. Antilles. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. the the uh the explanation for this mistake is that there's no relation yeah, and Antilles is just a really common last name in Star Wars. That's dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll figure that out. That guy was that, Wedge's that, uncle now. All right. Yeah, they're Wedge's robots. They're Wedge's droids. We'll just do that. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We need to fit lore into the Ridge Tridge. We need lore, hard lore. So I want a whole sequence mm-hmm. before fucking, uh, before the Jedi thing, right? Before fucking. I want, I don't want Luke to have a lightsaber on the barge fight, the Sarlacc mm-hmm. pit fight. Mm-hmm. I want Luke to have a blaster. And it's like real chaotic or maybe like a vibrosword. You know what I mean? Like something else that's kind of like a like a lightsaber, but not. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke is doing a really good job doing some real cool Jedi shit because lightsaber does not make the Jedi. It's the, it's the Force and the ability to 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 like work within your surroundings. Then I want Yoda to be like, "You have to build your own lightsaber, and then your Jedi training will be complete." Here's the and thing. That's we have to keep the moment in Jedi where Luke really dramatically ignites it for the first time and it's a different color. Because that what is the if, first yeah. time we've seen a new lightsaber color mm-hmm. ever at that what point. If, we, but we've like, only seen blue and red for two movies. So yeah. the, the the reveal of green has to be really dynamic. And if it's on Endor, yeah. that's fine. I'm, I'm here with you. I would love to see Luke make a lightsaber. But when he ignites it, that that moment of like, oh fuck, has to but be like, there. But like, here's an idea: What if Luna never actually finishes her uh, Jedi training? Like for whatever reason, for some like ideological reason, she isn't able to do the final step. Uh, well, then we don't get lightsaber, and that's no good. No, I mean uh... maybe. Maybe she gets the lightsaber, but like she does it in like a different way that no one ever thought to do before. I want to leave that for Ray. Okay, yeah that thing. that can be that can be Ray's thing. Because okay. I I want I want the I want the I want the whole saga essentially mm-hmm. the the overarching plot of the saga to be the Jedi were wrong just as wrong about the Force as the Sith mm-hmm. and we are introduced in the middle as like the whole thing is twisting up and it's introducing these larger concepts of like the Jedi's complacency, complacency, Mm -hmm. excuse me, this Jedi's complacency in like the, the malicious, you know, forces of the universe. Here's the deal though. 
Mm-hmm. I agree that the Jedi failed, but I don't think they're just as bad as the Sith. Like they're as not. much as as much as Democrats suck and <laughs> aren't doing enough to help people, they're not as bad as Republicans. I know that some people like right. to say they are, and like that can be like you know a good catchphrase of like oh both both parties are just as bad. But like at the end of the day, Democrats do suck. I completely agree, and they're not doing enough. But by and large, not like literal Nazis, though. by and large, they're not as bad. And so, like the Sith yeah. are evil, and the Jedi are complacent in an evil system. But the like Plo Koon's a good dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Eddie, I, Eddie I, Galley I is a good that. is a good dude. I should reframe that as it's not that the Jedi are as bad as the Sith. It's that the Jedi let their pride and and arrogance blind them to the reality of the system they were complacent mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And that a Jedi's duty Yeah, a Jedi's duty should not just be to um uh, like fucking be cool and defend whatever balance you whatever you know big religious well, concepts. They, they got it too connected be... to government. Like they couldn't go on missions yeah. without the chancellor's say so. And so when so like when they find slaves on Tatooine Instead of freeing them, they're like, oh, well, the Senate says, like, we got to go through a committee and we don't have jurisdiction because they're not part of the Republic. And it's like, no, fuck that. Like, help these people. Yeah, like, yeah, I, know they... that, I know that that was supposed to be, like, a bad thing, but they really didn't emphasize that enough that it's, like, really, really bad that they didn't free the slaves and just took this mm-hmm. one kid that they can that they can get use out of. Yeah, it's essentially buying their own slave, which... We'll get to that. I have some fucking thoughts. But um, I think for the original Tridge, I think the saga should be right. And we haven't even touched Vader. Um, I want to change the, much about Vader. Vader's dope. Vader no, is Vader is dope. super dope. I have some thoughts about um, Anakin and them being a non-binary trans woman. Um, and... Uh, kind of want this this quest to regain their humanity in an oppressive system acting as a metaphor for her wanting to sort of reclaim her identity as an individual with like validity and and autonomy and not as a thing that is like alien and distorted and more machine than person you know and like that big take my mask off so I can look at you with my own eyes is her like redemption and like her achieving like the final stroke of what she really wants is just to be seen as a as a person and that's her whole struggle throughout the original like the prequels is like her kind of being rejected and like this descent and then the ultimate like tragedy is it's less of like you know the genuine horror of you know bikini han but like more of an abstract kind of uh, existential dread mm-hmm. of like in in trying to claim your identity as something that is outside of what people deem as normal you in that process also lose your humanity and that she's that's her tragedy is that she's she's constantly fighting within herself about that and that she feels like she's fallen into this this role that was forced upon her and so she's 
angry and she's she, that's that's what pushing her through it so viciously is like she doesn't actually want to do evil she just fucking hates everything and that's that's what i want to see in a sith lord is someone who's just unfucking hinged you know what i mean that is pretty and, good and now, i we could, i we could do that that could be like kylo ren's thing though so we can keep vader that the could same be kylo. Oh, that could be Kylo Ren's thing and Vader's thing. And that's why Kylo feels connected to Vader. Me? You know? The thing can is, have is like that I echo. just I really like Vader as he is. Like maybe if it's true. if we just like enhance the parts of his life that were definitely fucked up and weren't it wasn't addressed how fucked yeah. up they were. Yeah, I really I feel like before we get into Anakin or Vader, like we gotta we gotta go to the prequels. Like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. That like, I think I think I think, line. I think Vader in the original trilogy needs to remain a mystery, and like yeah. we know he's Luke's parent, we know he's Luna's parent, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we don't even know a name really. Yeah, and then when we want to get into who is Anakin Skywalker, that's got to be prequels. Now, I do mm-hmm. think ROT is pretty solid. I'm fine with moving to the prequels if y'all are. Um, um, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Like, the original trilogy is really fucking good. Like, yeah, it's pretty solid. There yeah, isn't too it's much pretty that solid to stuff. Uh, can, a couple can Chewie get a medal, though? Chewie uh-huh. gets a medal. Also, Chewie uses his bowcaster. Mm-hmm. Chewie does not fire the bowcaster at all in the original trilogy except i think once on endor mm-hmm. i that's... think he shoots one of the speeder bikes and that's it oh you know why it's probably because the actor wasn't able to fucking aim the thing <laughs> oh. i also want i want a twi'lek rebel like a few twi'lek rebels oh, yeah some more alien rebels absolutely more aliens less humans oh. and they more... don't cut out the women pilots in return of the jedi please yeah, they, don't cut out the women Jedi. They filmed a bunch pilots? of they filmed a bunch of pilots, a bunch of lady pilots in Return of the Jedi, and they cut all of them out of the final. Thanks, film. George. So let's put all of them back in. Thanks, George. Okay, prequels. Prequels. Prequels are a mess. I mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. They're a mess. They have good ideas. They don't know what they they don't know what they want to be. If I may. Lucas wrote mm-hmm. them in like a month each. So, yeah. We age up Anakin. Mhm. Mhm. Also, we don't change Jar 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 Jar's perfect. We age up Anakin though. Mhm. And mm-hmm. Padme. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Qui-Gon stays with the ship. Obi-Wan goes into town. What if what if we tell yeah. the first movie in the in the prequel series? What if we tell that one from Anakin's point of view? And then it isn't till like near the end that the Jedi show up. So here's where I think Plinkett is wrong and dumb. Mm-hmm. Padme is the main character of The Phantom Menace. The movie opens on yeah. her. It follows her story. She gets this cool reveal where she's secretly the queen the whole time. And I think that's all rad. And I think it's also Obi-Wan's movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the problem mm-hmm. is with it being Obi-Wan's movie is halfway through, he stays with the ship and Qui-Gon goes into town. What I yeah. think they should do is have Qui-Gon be like, look, I need to stay with the queen. 
our mission is to protect her. She's the most important. You go. I'm the best Jedi. Yeah, and like, yeah. I'm the better Jedi. You go with this handmaiden into town and find the parts. Like, you run this errand. Yeah. And then that's where Obi-Wan finds Anakin. And then it's this whole thing of like, what do I do with this 16-year-old slave boy who is definitely like has the potential to be the best Jedi ever, but he's too old. Yeah. And, and the, can we next midichlorians? Are we all like, that's all. Yeah. We're all, midichlorians that's very scared the shit out of me. It's, it's eugenics. It scares the shit out of me. Let's just get rid of midichlorians. Um, it's like, what no, do they I, I have agree. to gain? Is, is it, is it, is it, is it parasitic or is it symbiotic? What do the midi-chlorins have to gain no. by giving the, the, the infected psychic powers? It sounds very scary. It's, it's, it's like a very... fucking Stephen King ass, that fucking, yeah. that's fucking Stephen King book where everyone started getting like psychic powers and it turned out it was because aliens were controlling them. Yeah, it's, it's spooky. Um, I think that the force is just like, it's just gotta be like a thing. It's just magic. That, like, it's, it's just, just magic. It's just space magic. That's all we need. Now, here's the thing about the prequels. I agree with you 100%. Uh, one thing I want to change. Mm-hmm. One about Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not one of. I'm not a fucking Jar Jar hater. I'm not gonna just come out here and say Jar Jar is the worst. Whatever. Blah blah blah. I just want Jar Jar to not be a coward, because that's the worst trait in a character that you're following he can be cowardly and like you know hilariously inept and whatever in the way that he is i don't want him to be a coward i want him to like be i'm fine with that i almost like the idea of him wanting to be this brave warrior but he's so clumsy kind of more endearing than him also being scared because yeah. then he, then you wind up with kind of like a cartoon you're kind lizard of, rabbit and you're, fucking... And you're rooting for him then. Yeah, you yeah he's like a Sokka. Then he's like a Sokka at that point where well, you're like, oh. Well, no, because he's like, he wants to be this really great warrior and he has certain skills that's really good, but he's also kind of like, he's being shown up on all sides by like these really trained fucking magic warriors and he's just trying to keep up. He's just trying to do his can't. best. Yeah, and I think that's... And then he becomes more endearing, and, like, maybe he has... I want him to have a moment where he's useful. Because yeah. the whole time, he's just dead fucking weight. Uh, I want we... him to have a... Sorry. Hmm? The... No, no yeah. finish first. The moment where no. he goes under the cart and he releases all of the Boombas, he does that intentionally. Yeah. L- that's, like, like, a cool fucking That's move. a cool moment, and it gives his people time to get away. Yeah. And it's like it's it's a creative use of you know his surroundings. Like instead of launching yeah. these catapults, he like is like, oh, if we tip the cart, like they'll all just start rolling down the hill or whatever. And everyone's like, Jar Jar, that's ridiculous. You're gonna waste all of our stuff. And he's like, no, I I have a plan. And they're like, no, you you don't know anything. Relieve him of his position. And then he kind of like goes against the rules and does it and like helps win the battle. Yeah. And everyone's like, we're sorry we doubted you. Maybe we needed to look at things a little bit differently. You know, maybe, and then Qui Gon says something like, "Ah, sometimes a fool's a fool's perspective is one that would something wise words, blah blah blah." And then, for also, Anakin doesn't come to Naboo for the battle; he stays on a fucking Coruscant. Why'd they bring a child into a war? Well, in this, he's older. 
That's true. In this he's You're right. in this he's he's gonna be like sixteen. And um I do think it's better if he is told you're not allowed to go because you're a because you're a fucking child and like you're super powerful in the force and we don't want you to become a Sith but we don't know what to do with you because we can't train you and he and Obi Wan come up with this like no you're coming with me kid yeah Obi Wan yeah, yeah. like sneaks him aboard because that's the other problem with the prequels is Obi Wan and Anakin never feel like brothers yeah. they just kind of hate each other the entire time. Yeah, they do, and, and again, I, I love the I love the prequels. Don't get me wrong, but they kind of hate each other the whole time. So like this idea of like Qui Gon is like, look, You're my brother Anakin. Qui Gon's like, look, like it's it's gonna be too dangerous. Like I know the council's been dicks to you, but like you gotta stay here, my dude. Like like we're going to a war, and Obi Wan is like, hey kid, like you want to see some shit? Like like we need you. Come with me. Like because they because they yeah. bonded. Obi Wan feels a little responsible for him, and like. Maybe Obi-Wan tells he's got a crush on the Queen or something and is like, hey, I'll wingman for you or whatever. Like, come on, we're going to go fight a war. It's a a star. Here's a pitch. Mm -hmm. Um, We see it in in every Star Wars movie, right? Up to, um, uh, like, in every first in the trilogy Star Wars movie, Mm -hmm. there is this, there is a moment where a person with zero lightsaber training has to use a lightsaber. <clears throat> we see it with Luke with the training bot, you know, mm-hmm. and we see it uh, with Ray when uh, she's battling Kylo and also with Finn. Um, but <clears throat> no one really f- has a lightsaber fight in Phantom Menace that isn't like a fucking super well choreographed fucking ballet. Mm-hmm. And what if, what if Obi-Wan is like, Hey, take this fucking lightsaber you know that's just been kicking around you know and it's it's the fucking lightsaber you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh he's like here hold this to defend yourself right and then we get obi-wan uh winds up splitting off or something with uh the 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 with padme to go help with their kind of mission and then it's qui-gon and then anakin gets trapped in the the ray shields right and then Anakin tries to fucking go toe-to-toe with Darth Maul. And then that's when Anakin gets their arm cut off. Mm. Is in the first one. And so it's like right out the gate. Now he's fucking, he gets angry. And he's like, he's that's the first moment of like, he has no training. This is why he's dangerous. He's so powerful. And he kills and Maul he with the dark life. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he chokes and Maul so or something. That'd be dope. Yeah, he chokes Maul. That and then and then Obi Wan comes in and is like, "What the fuck?" And then that breaks Anakin's concentration for just a second. And then that's when he gets his arm cut off. And then Obi Wan comes in and cuts fucking Darth Maul in half. And it's this big moment. And then Qui Gon's dying. Obi Wan still gets the moment with Qui Gon. Meanwhile, Anakin's like, oh, "My fucking arm!" And he's like, "You shouldn't have fucking. Why did you try to fight a dark, the fucking Sith Lord, dude? You're 16." And that's, like, a big moment of, like, Obi-Wan has to learn to be responsible, and mm-hmm. Qui-Gon's like, you have to train the kid, and Anakin's like, ah, fuck, what did I do? And I, he starts doubting himself. I love two things about this. One, okay. I love that it establishes more the Obi-Wan-Padme friendship, which mm-hmm. we we get with Obi-Wan going into town with Padme, for sure, but, like, this yes. idea of, like, oh, Obi-Wan, like, goes off with Padme for a little bit and then comes back to this really dramatic moment. Um, yeah. 
So anything that further establishes their their like the fact that they're BFFs is great. Two, yeah, it makes Qui Gon's like begging and pleading of Obi Wan like you have to train the boy like that much more dramatic is that he saw Anakin like using the dark side to try and save him and Qui-Gon was like no 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 don't go down this path and so now he's like begging Obi-Wan like train the boy very good shit Haley we should written Star Wars thank you I know right and so that's that's the moment right and then at the end we see Anakin with the braid and Obi-Wan without the braid and maybe like a little five o'clock shadow of the beard starting to come in just barely Mm -hmm. um and that's the ending scene with the fucking glow orb. We keep the glow orb. Yeah, glow orb. I don't know great. what it is. Glow orb's great. Wait, there's um, a glow orb? There's a yeah, glow orb. it's at the parade. There's a big parade. It's the Naboo and glow orb. It's the Naboo and Glorb. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, Attack of the Clones is easily the worst of the prequels. And I think and it's yeah, my I favorite. gotta say, I was disassociating during that whole bit y'all were doing. I think it's yeah. also the easiest to fix. Don't mm-hmm. separate Obi-Wan and Anakin. Don't separate yep. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Keep them together. Keep them together. Keep and them then together. Um, the secret sauce there is Anakin, um, Anakin, Padme, and Obi-Wan are all together the whole time just going on this big fuck-off space adventure. Yeah. And it's crazy, and it's fun, and it's cool, and they're all getting into wacky hijinks together. But meanwhile, like, on the ship, when Obi-Wan's, like, flying it or whatever, Anakin is, like, having these moments with Padme, and maybe... uh, or Anna, Yeah, Anakin's having these moments with Padme, and they're starting to develop this chemistry, and Obi-Wan senses it, and then Obi-Wan is like, you can't get attached to things and Anakin's like why and Obi-Wan's like I don't I don't know I, man I'm and they're maybe you. like and Obi-Wan's like well that's your mistake man but they like they both are like starting to question the teachings of the Jedi and Anakin starts to kind of re- they both have different reactions Anakin starts to resent the Jedi and Obi-Wan becomes more dogmatic and that's the beginning of the end of their friendship. Mm. And and it's not over Padme. I don't want to make a love triangle. No, fuck I that. I want, I want just, it's just the fact that Anakin is falling for Padme is starting to make him question these things. Well, mm-hmm. what, and then. What I think would be interesting too is if Anakin called Obi-Wan out on this and was like, you're attached to Padme too. It's just platonic though. Like, Obi-Wan, yeah. you too have attachments. You have an attachment to me. You have an attachment to Qui-Gon. You have an attachment to, like, uh, Padme. Like, you have all these attachments as well, but they're just platonic. So why? Because Padme wants to peg me. Is <laughs> this, like, a big issue all of a sudden? Like, like you're a hypocrite. And, he, yeah. and, and Anakin then... would be right that, like, all of the Jedi have attachments. They're just like really yeah. weird about s- fucking or and th- whatever. And then we get the then we get the idea that Anakin does when he's doing the pair thing on Naboo. Except we don't have to do the pair thing anymore. Wait, what's the pair and thing? When he's slicing the pear with the force in the air, and then he sends a slice of the pear to Padme, and she sticks it with a fork, and it's like a cute flirty moment. That wasn't um, like and a I always... weird dream I had. That was real. Yeah. Um, and so weird, though. 
in that he says um, we're not allowed to form attachments, but we're supposed to defend. Uh, we're supposed to be compassionate, and I think the highest form of compassion is unconditional love, and that can then be a debate that he and Obi Wan have, yeah. rather than it being a whole thing about You're fucking the you know. Chosen one. Yeah. Also, can we nix the chosen one thing? Yeah, we don't need it. I get we don't this. Need a it's not necessary. but it's still really And, and bad. We, we, we don't need a virgin birth either. We don't need oh, a yeah. virgin I lo- birth. I love Shmi, and a lot of her exposition is good, but her her delivery to Qui-Gon, which I, I also think is quite good, could just as easily have been like, who was his father? Oh, he was just some guy. Like, we hooked up, and then he got sold. Yeah. And yeah. Th- that can be just as emotional as it was no one it was the will of Maybe the even she specifically because like their slave breeding was like a thing like yeah i think that that kind of ventures into some dark territory that's true um i was thinking like which maybe I his feel, dad was actually like a slave master or something that might be a more appropriate thing to to suggest there because like it does get dark especially in two um with <laughs> the sand people but um even I don't if know. He I does think hate sand. It should. It also should oh. be like a major moment of like fuck. Oh, and then Obi Wan's like mad about the fact that there's slavery and like this whole thing is going on and like that's when he reaches out to Qui Gon and Qui Gon's like we can't do anything. It's not in our jurisdiction. And then he's like fucking why not? And then like he's and then he's like temper your fucking emotions, Padawan. You're this is the path to the dark side. And he's like, I don't understand why trying to free slaves is the path to the dark side. And like maybe Obi-Wan has his own struggles and that's why at the end it's such a fucking tragedy it, when he's like It would be really cool to see Obi-Wan like take out his lightsaber as he's like calling Qui-Gon like, yo, I'm about to free these slaves. And then he slowly yeah. has to put it back. Oh on yeah. his head. Put put it back. Yeah. Put put it down. Give it, one give of my it, give um, lightsaber. I hate give people it, that say give it. I hate people <laughs> that like call plot holes at stuff. Like it's really annoying, and cinema sins has ruined any sort of film discourse. Nobody but, gives a yeah. shit about but plot holes, guys. They don't matter. The biggest thing that has always bugged me about the prequels is why did Padme not go back and free Shmi? Like Shmi, like fed Padme, housed Padme for like a week, like took care of yeah. her, like. Shmi, Padme's rich. Shmi is queen. Shmi is the reason why like Padme's planet got freed because she let Anakin go with her. So why did Padme not go back and immediately, if not free all the slaves, at least free Shmi as like a uh, thank you? And yeah. it it only recently got addressed in a book by E.K. Johnston. Great book, Queen's Shadow. Yeah, it's a canon book. It's very good. It's from Padme's point of view. And it turns out she did try and, like, track down Shmi, but, like, shit happened or whatever. But I think in our version of Star Wars, Padme immediately goes and frees Shmi, and that's just established in Episode 2. Or what if if she tries to, but then when she goes, Shmi's already been sold off to someone, and it's, like, this big tragedy of, like, oh, that's, that's what happens when you let the system keep going. I don't think we need that. Like, I think it can be, like, another reason why Anakin and Padme have remained friends and have remained close is that, like, Padme went and freed Anakin's mom, and we can even get, like, a letter from Shmi at some point 
to Anakin, and I think the tragedy can be. We'll and see. I, I think that I think that just lessens the impact, though, of like it's supposed to be that like they they just got him, but they didn't like fix the the whole system, and that like his mom is like a personification of that rage that he has, you know. Yeah, and that Anakin, this is the impetus for Anakin feeling he has to act of his own will rather than, like, seeking advice or working within a system. He thinks he should be the one to create the system, and that's the whole line of, like, um, you know, they people should just get together and talk about what they need and what they should feel and blah, 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 uh, and then she's like that's how we do it now it's just not everybody agrees and then he says like well then somebody should make them agree yeah um and that's the beginning of his like di dictatorial like mm -hmm. imperialist sort of mm -hmm. ide like fascist ideology um starting okay. to take root and so how about and this then padme mm -hmm. yeah. works through the government to free the slaves of tatooine she she tries to do it by the book and do it the right way she eventually yeah. gets the legislation through and it passes, but by the time she does it, Shmi has died off screen. Yes. And we, we don't by sand people. We we don't need the like implied rape and we don't need yeah. Anakin to commit a genocide here. Yeah. Yeah. He can just be heartbroken and frustrated and mad that it took too long. Yeah. And that and then... he he also played by the rules, like he also stayed with the Jedi instead of just going and freeing his mom. And even like not even all of the slaves got freed because that's usually what happens when they try to make like compromises instead of like bold change, you know? Yeah. Like maybe only like like a certain like race of slaves is considered free. Yeah, it could be any number of those things. I do wanna I, I, I think we should also address um one other thing which is like Anakin's descent into the dark side here I think maybe his like mo his like you know in lieu of the genocide yeah uh, George, uh, George maybe maybe at this point right maybe he's the one who kills Jango Fett right instead of Mace Windu and he does it because he's so fucking angry and like everything's going wrong and the first kiss between him and Padme is in the chariot on fucking Geonosis. I love that scene. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and the the stadium scene is still there. And I think he gets out. He gets his fucking lightsaber back. He doesn't lose his fucking... Nick's the whole fucking like, oh, my lightsaber thing. Because that's just like... If the fucking lightsaber that Rey gets is so special, why does Anakin keep squishing his goddamn lightsaber? Anyway. Then we have uh, the 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 big battle scene and i think Django is like a big component of this and anakin takes him aside and like has a moment where he has him captured and like defenseless and he's like pinned against the wall with the force and he's restrained by anakin's force abilities and this battle is going on and all anakin can fucking think about looking at like maybe it was mandalorian slavers that like enslaved his mom and him in the first place you know yeah. and like that's then he sees the helmet and it just reminds him of the fact that his mom's dead and slavery like wasn't the fucking system failed him and his mom and that she's dead now and it's all fucking his fault and he's the clone 
you know, DNA map for the whole fucking Republic army, and they represent the Republic, and it's all, like, coming to a head. And they're and all his emotions... slaves now. Yeah, yeah, and then the emotions just come to a head, and, like, you know, we get the, the grim decapitation is pretty fucked, but here's a pretty fucked-er thing. Mm-hmm. What if he crushes his helmet? Oh, that's like a good fucking though. tin can. That's good. And he's like, it's, then we're not doing the force choke thing and you again. Don't see then it's, it's just, just gonna be like, like old hat. It's just well, like it's... the camera like pans away, and then like maybe in a later scene, he like tosses down the crushed helmet. It's like yeah. a nastier force choke. It's still like the yeah. same power, yeah. but instead Ooh, of crushing his windpipe, he smushes his whole head. I love it. Yeah, this is I very love good. That. And that's I love. That. And then Obi Wan's like, "What the fuck happened?" And then he like lies and he says like the fucking the elephant rhino thing crushed him or something. And that that's like the that's the very that's he's that's the point of no return. Mm-hmm. You know, like the same way the genocide was. This is his point of no return. He killed a man in cold blood out of anger. And then lied about it to his master. Mm-hmm. And by elephant and rhino thing, the reek, not the Ackley yeah. or the next suit, the the reek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, reek. sorry. I just the, had the, to... the red, the red three horn friend. <laughs> yeah, I just um, you know Star Wars nerd. <laughs> well, actually, um, well, not the not the Felucian guy, um, the 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 yeah. So okay, this is very good. Also, Count Dooku's right. Like Count Dooku. Also, Count Dooku's right. Count Dooku's just right, and maybe not a good guy, but he's he's definitely not like mustache crawling evil. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he works for Sidious. I think he's independent. Yeah. I think he is showing Anakin another and Obi Wan another option. Like, Mm -hmm. he is like, I was a Jedi. I was super respected. Uh, I figured out everything was corrupt and broken and couldn't be changed. So now I'm starting this war and like maybe we do got to get our hands dirty and maybe some of my generals are out of line but like i have ideals and i'm fighting for what i think is right and i'm not a pawn yeah and you know that sort of autonomy appeals to anakin also and i think like this whole thing needs to be a very carefully constructed corruption arc for mm-hmm. Anakin yeah. to like take his ideals and spin them to a point where you can see a person who was a wide-eyed optimist like hoping for the best was failed by society and turned bad based out of just pure necessity in other words and... you'll need to spend more than a month on the script yeah so then we get to three mm-hmm. so three start of three is great it's real fun Oh yeah, and I I also I love the I I love the do it. That's yeah. a fucking great moment. Um, just fucking absolutely swell. Yeah, we do uh, need more Sidious throughout one and two of him like getting closer and closer to Anakin. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they they don't have scenes together until this fucking movie in the, you know George Lucas cut and not the direct script writer cut. Yeah. So they'll they'll and... have had scenes together before this now. Yeah, absolutely. Also, um, can we in the Ridge Tridge call him Emperor Sidious so we don't get the fucking Palpatine, like, we know this is the bad guy the whole time spiel, and we can actually do the hooded, shadowy, like, reveal moment, and that way the audience is just as surprised as everybody else that this is the guy, and it's it's actually a twist and not, like, something we've just been waiting for this whole fucking time yeah i'm fine with that or i'm fine with them just like not like hiding it 
Like, if yeah. we just see Sidious talking to Newt Gunray and shit, like, because yeah. the audience already knows. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm fine that's... with either solution here. Either just, like, show the cards or keep them hidden, but, like... Yeah. Because that's what and, they do in Clone Wars. To try and do both is like, just they... silly. Yeah. In Clone Wars, they just show their cards. Yeah. They're just like, great. this is... Yeah. He's just evil. This is the guy. Yeah. So, like, you can do that. That's fine. But, they're yeah, they're trying to have their cloak and and pull it down, too. Um, yeah. The duet is great. More Grievous. Yeah, I Maybe love Grievous. put Grievous in two. Can Grievous be, like, at the, the droid facility on Geonosis? And he's, like one of the guys he doesn't need to also, do anything he doesn't need to do anything badass but he can be there yeah also i don't know why the fucking death star plans were there that was weird it's in the orson krennic novel which is quite good but like no one read it besides me uh and it, it the entire book is them trying to fucking explain why these bug people have the death star plans um <laughs> yeah yeah uh, this can just be gone that's just, just uncomplicate it for the poor fucking fan writers. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, three. Mm-hmm. Anakin goes off the fucking deep end. Obi-Wan becomes kind of more more of a zealot. Clones, cool clones, having clone, cool clone fun. I would, uh, I would personally turn Anakin very early in this movie. Because we've had two movies now where he and Obi-Wan have been best friends forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would turn Anakin much earlier and I would then have Padme running around trying to start the rebel alliance behind the back of her evil husbands. Yeah. I love that. Cause then you have the fucking like, then that's the relationship with Organa and he's like always been around with yeah, the rebels and, and Mon Mothma. And like, there are these scenes, but they were just deleted. And yeah, exactly. And we're like, Padme is the third part of the trio and she's just missing in this movie and it's a fucking shame. Yeah. And I just, let's just fucking have her like actually doing stuff and she's pregnant the whole time. Mm -hmm. And that's an added element of like tension of like every time a bullet goes by her, you're worried about three people. She's and she's doing like some political spy shit this entire time. And like, I know this, I know this is jumping the gun, but how about in the end, instead of the Emperor just lying and saying that she's dead when he knows she's not, he legitimately does actually think that she's dead, so that way, you know, future her Emperor isn't like, well, I mean, there's still a Force user out there, but fuck it, I ain't gonna deal with that. I, I think Emperor Palpatine... Uh, I think what he, I think we need to make it clear what he's doing, because mm-hmm. all the Star Wars nerds know that the reason she dies, like oh she just lost the will to live, is because the the way that Sidious knows how to preserve life beyond death is by siphoning life from the living. You can't take anything. You can't take the living force from nothing. Mm-hmm. You have to kill in order to to save a life. Mm-hmm. And so in order to save Vader and keep him alive, despite the fact that he got fucking lava lit on fire and cut to pieces, mm-hmm. um, he siphons the, the life force from Padme and kills her. And that needs to be clear. We need like a shot yeah. of, of, of Sidious, like doing a fucking weird, like chanting in the background and he's smiling yes. and his eyes are glowing red. And like, 
the 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 screen gets all distorted and we cut back and forth between mm-hmm. her heart monitor decreasing and his heart monitor increasing and then it ends with the mask Ooh. closing and the little squeak or, and then the breathing starts if and I'm, then it's a, the or maybe maybe if i may i have mm-hmm. i have idea like we make it even more brutal we we are just we just like we see like some of the procedure but then afterward um uh, they just like come out of the surgery room and they're like, "How'd you get him to stay alive?" And one of them's like, eh, "We had a little help." And he hands him like a fucking garbage bag and he's like, "Get rid of this." And and it's and and, and Padme is in the bag, but you don't. It's implied, but you don't see it. But I think that would be very brutal. Well, I still want Padme to give birth. No, Padme somewhere. does give birth, but like after here's here's my deal though is maybe Padme gave birth before but then was separated from the baby and was also very weak because she just gave birth maybe leia remembers padme like if you watch return of the jedi leia had a relationship with her mother before her mother died and luke is like jealous of that and so i Uh. do think I don't know enough about Star Wars. I I personally, <laughs> my head canon is that uh, Padme faked her death in order to trick mm. Vader into not looking for her. And then they do and, the belly bluff funeral thing yeah, to make everybody think she died with the babies. Like dramatically faked her death and would visit Leia on Alderaan. Now the yeah, reason why like, she doesn't visit Luke, or I guess in this version, Luna, is because she's still really good friends with Obi-Wan and trust Obi-Wan to take care of her other daughter. But and she it's doesn't just like, trust Obi-Wan around around Luna. Well, they have to keep the, the baby separate because otherwise they'll be yeah. too powerful and the Emperor will feel them in the Force. Oh. So she she goes and she, she visits Leia regularly. She wishes she could visit Luna and she like Skype chats Obi-Wan all the time. But like her heart is yeah. broken and she can't. And eventually like we do have to kill her before a new hope. And I don't necessarily have a good answer for that. I think it could just be something mundane where she like, or maybe she dies in a battle because she's like, she's secretly leading this rebellion. But I I got a, I got a quick pitch for you. Yeah. What if, um, what if, uh, she's, what if she's a rogue one? What if she's Jin? Can we fix what Rogue One at the Jin? same time? She's just she is the Rogue One. I am. Yeah. What if she's? I am down for having her in Rogue One. No, I, like she's the Rogue. Does... She's the one who gets the Death Star plans, and she dies in the process. Maybe she's in the squad. Maybe yeah, she's. I, I, maybe I, she's. I really love all of my little team in that movie, and I don't necessarily want to replace yeah. Jin. But if she is the like. If she's more of the catalyst and like Jin is more of a supporting character, I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm a little. We got to move Rogue One up a little bit because how? Yeah. Because Leia is like my mom. Unless we just keep, yeah. we just change the line. Like, oh yeah, my mom died at the start of the rebellion, right when I got into the thick of it. Yeah. Like that yeah. almost makes the giving of the plans at the end to Leia and like Leia's line of "What do we have? Hope." Like 
even more brutal. And it would make it more oh. upsetting for, for Luna because then it's like it was so long yeah, and, and Luna, her mom was there and she And when Luna blows her. up the Death Star, it's because Padme, Padme like made it so it was possible. And here's the most the most brutal thing of all. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. We, we spare the fucking no line for Rogue One because the person who hands the plans through the door to Leia... And it's to Leia, not to some random soldier. It's to Leia. It's Padme handing the plans through the door to her daughter, and the door can't open, and Vader is walking up behind her, and and Leia's like, no, I'm not going to leave you, and she says, you have to go, and then she pulls the, like, the the, the launch sequence lever outside, and then you watch Leia, like, pull away into space, and then you have a reverse shot of Padme being pulled away as well through the other side of the airlock and then uh it comes down to vader and you just like see her face real quick and then a lightsaber goes through the door right underneath where her head is in the window and then she falls down and turns around and then she looks up at vader and she doesn't recognize him at all Mm -hmm. because it's vader she hasn't seen anakin as vader she thought anakin died on mustafar Mm -hmm. but then he recognizes her and for just a brief moment of humanity, you hear Anakin say, like in a in a in a pained voice, we hear Vader say, "Padme," and then she dies. Like she has a brief moment in her eyes, recognizing the intonation of his voice, and then she dies. And then we get just not no, he just fucking screams and then turns around and he goes, I need those plans. And he's just that's the that's, that's it. it. That's the that's final it. fucking nail in the there coffin. He's human. no longer it's a human gone. being. All of it's gone I, because he killed Padme that and he knows it. Awesome. I I kind of love this. I So Rogue One is like a fourth prequel movie basically now. I kind of think kinda. Padme knows though. Okay. And here here's why. Um, oh, maybe instead had... of Padme having that sad recognition, it's just hatred in her eyes. Yeah, I think she like she, she spits now? up blood at him or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Where um, because other characters have recognized Vader based mm-hmm. on things like flying style, like Thrawn saw Anakin fly and then saw Vader fly and was like, "I know it's you," and like Tarkin mm-hmm. like could tell by like how he holds a lightsaber and shit. So I think yeah. I think Padme would know. And I think in episode three, she hears Anakin go by like, oh, I'm Vader now. So I, yeah. I th- and I think she just hates him. She hates and him. She like she spits on him. She doesn't go on the Rogue One mission, but she like fights for it. And then when Jin is yeah. like, when Jin, when Cassian comes to Jin is like, hey, I got these like, like balls to the wall, like ride or die bitches here. Like we, we go in. Padme is like, yo, I'm going to cover for you guys. And like, we'll bring the cavalry. Yeah. And then she, she goes up into the tower and that's how they get off the fucking landing pad without getting shot down. Cause that's a, that's my biggest complaint of like, how the fuck did they steal shit from the rebels without everyone being like, what the fuck? Um, and when they're like, uh, uh, rogue, uh, one, and you hear Padme over the intercom being like, "It's okay, I'm I'm dispatching them." And they go, "Okay, Rogue One, you're good to for, you're clear for takeoff." And then that's that's just that moment, mm-hmm. and ah, oh, oh. that's fucked. I love this. That's so good. the, the that's only good. other things I want to fix from Rogue One is um, Bodhi and Jane bond over being close to Jin's dad. 
Mm-hmm. We get okay. rid of Bork Gullet because Bork Gullet is terrible. Salgarer just tortures Bork. Bodhi. Like, Bork, like yeah, normal. Bork Gullet sucks. It doesn't need to be on screen. It can be like an empire when it cuts away with Han, but like mm-hmm. it's just regular ass torture. Uh, and um, Baze and Shurit are husbands, and it's established that they're husbands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, Rogue um, One is pretty damn good. Like, yeah. that's, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, that's pretty this added Padme shit. It's great. Rogue One's probably my favorite Star Wars flick besides 8. It's Evan's um, and favorite. Empire? Uh, it's, it's probably my top 5. I think my number 1 is Last Jedi. Um, okay. Uh, fixing Solo. Keep Crimson Dawn. Darth Maul shouldn't be a fucking twist. He should be a fucking feature. Don't kill Thandy Newton in like the first fifteen goddamn minutes. Yeah, you had you had Thandy fucking Newton in a Star Wars, the first ever named woman of color in a Star Wars movie. But like, where they don't tell me Addie Gallia, they don't say her fucking name in the movie. You had Thandy fucking yeah. goddamn Newton in this movie, and you waste her like that. How? dare yeah. you solo god yeah it absolutely should not it should have been fucking dick nuts who died and she should be the one that sticks around <sighs> and trains on solo because then dick we have nuts. okay i like dick nuts <laughs> dick nuts sucks but here's the thing is i want this fucking like badass like you know boss lady like metal gear solid boss training young han solo as uh, he is coming into his own as a trans woman, or as a trans man rather, and uh, and she is like this strong female figure in his life that like encourages him to be true to himself. And then when he meets up with um, Daenerys Targaryen again uh, later Wait, in the Daenerys movie, Targa- that's that's a that's a Game of Thrones. Yeah, but Daenerys mm-hmm. Targaryen is in a Star Wars too. Oh, Daenerys um, so, in the Star War. Yeah, so she when she shows up, she's like, "Who?" He he recognizes her, but she doesn't recognize him because he's been like transitioning. Yeah, um, he's on space maybe team. on the Empire's dime as a stormtrooper. Ooh, which is like a kind of insidious jab at like you know the way the military kind of lures in people, or at least it did, um, to serve the fucking imperialist system that oppresses trans people by offering them the 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 mere possibility that they might be able to get medical coverage Did for their their transition. That? That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. US military yeah. does all sorts of fucked up shit to desperate people. So I'm not surprised. That could, I'm just disappointed. That could be a really interesting fucking cool like thing that happens and so he's been transitioning but he also is really unsure of himself and he looks like a fucking he dresses like a juggalo and he's like really <laughs> awkward. Lando. Yeah, and then he meets Lando and he's like, oh, and then he has these like strong, like these really strong black people in his life teaching him how to like be a man. Yeah. Like, what a fucking cool movie that would be is if you have Lando and Tandy being the like fucking, you know the these these influential figures in like a like a mother kind of mentor figure and then this lover slash like friend best friend figure that are like teaching han how to find his own manhood and what that means for him 
and like then it's a coming of age trans story set in the Star Wars universe. So here's and that's fucking cool. Here's that's the deal. Good. If we if we turn Val into this character, then I don't want her to be the one to betray Han. You know, because then Han has to kill her. Oh yeah, and that's that's shitty. So I still think yeah. we keep Beckett, aka Dick Nuts, in the movie <laughs> somewhere. But um, I mean, good old fashioned fake death. Good old fashioned Star Wars fake death. We can do a Star Wars fake death for sure, but I do think Han needs to learn that like the lesson he learns in Solo is like they're like people are going to betray you. And you yeah. can trust them, but they're going to fail you. And so I mm-hmm. think if we keep Beckett kind of in the same role that he already has, maybe not as much a mentor, but like he's the one coming up with the plan. And it could be Daenerys. That's that's true. It could and then then that hurts even more because it's the woman he loved, and he he just shoots her at the end. Um. Yeah, but she lived. Uh, she live because of rich people money and medicine and uh, Darth Maul. Okay. And, and then she's Darth like, comes not, and not the worst breakup I've ever had. And then Scarface is Scarface, but I want Darth Maul earlier in the movie because I want the, the, the central conceit of Star Wars is there's always a bigger fish, right? And so I want Scarface man to be like, ah, I'm the big bad scary guy. I'm Crimson Dawn. But then, like, he goes into a room and Darth Maul comes in and he's like, hey, and the fucking Scarface, like, shits his pants. And he's oh. like, oh, I'm sorry. What if with uh, Kira, she dead names Han? Kira, that's it. And that's why Han Ooh. shoots her, too. Like, Ooh. she's like, she's like, hey, dead name, like, you can you can trust me. Remember everything we had? And he, sh- he like, she's going to draw and Han's going to draw and Han draws first. And he's like, yeah. My name's Han. So And then he walks away. Oh. And then fucking. The and then Solo, Chewbacca bitch. fucking puts on a pair of sunglasses. And yeah. Chewbacca just starts making it rain. Yeah. Yeah. Chewbacca's making it rain with fucking uh, hyperdrive fuel canister. Yeah. <laughs> just dropping them all just over the place. Just explosions everywhere. Oh we my god. We fixed Solo. Solo's done. Solo's perfect. Now. Solo's fucking owns. <laughs> that fucking owns bones. Fucking oh, also, um, beautiful, beautiful that love scene between Lando and, and Han. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful love scene between uh, Solo and and Lando. That's yes. Yeah. Um, tasteful as fuck too. Yeah. Just like a really the first ever super tasteful gay sex scene between a cis man and a trans man ever set to cinema. I yeah. um. I play a, a miniature game called Star Wars Legion, and I'm mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty active in the community. Uh, there's a lot of like Facebook groups and stuff where people talk about shit, and people are always asking for a uh, a custom uh, Hut Slayer Leia, although they don't use those words. Um, mm-hmm. And every time they do, I say, "Hey, if if someone's making a Hut Slayer Leia, can I get a shower scene, Han?" And everyone always goes, "Well, well that's not canon. I only want this piece because it's canon." And I go, Han has a sexy, muddy shower scene in Solo. With Chewbacca. Yeah, and it's yeah. very, there's a lot of steam and they're covered in mud. Don't tell me it's not canon. And if you only want your sexy version of Leia and it's not a sex thing, you just want it because it's canon, you should also want shower Han. 
Yeah, why aren't you asking about Shower Han, huh? And it, it, it typically shuts I want up. Shower Han. I do want Shower Han. I want Shower Han I want for Shower my Han table. just for the principle of the matter. I don't even yeah. like men. Um, I sadly do. Yeah, that was Solo. Fuck. So, all right, we got prequels. Aristridge, Solo, and fucking um, Rogue, Rogue One. One tied up in a knot. This is beautiful. So far, we have the best fucking six, six movie series ever. Mm-hmm. There is so, uh, so little so, I want to change about The Force Awakens. So little. Oh, no. The Force Awakens is, like, really fucking good. Uh, the only thing I would change is make uh, make fucking, fucking Finn and Poe canon. Yeah. Yes. Storm- Finn and Poe canon. Storm pilot like, like just is ma- canon. Just, 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 give, just, like, when they reunite close to the end of the movie, just let them kiss. Like, come on. Yeah, just let them have a... Just like a good kiss. I think I want and they're like, kiss. I want them to have that awkward it suits you moment, but when they're leaving for the battle and it slow motion pans as they circle each other like it's a goddamn Regency film. Like the fucking that scene kiss. in The Lion King. Yeah, that's I love that. Um, but no super weapon. Okay. That's the yes. one no thing I would weapon? change in this movie is no super weapon. No Starkiller base. Yeah. No, we are I mean, going yeah, just to, a, what are we going to do about Kylo Ren? I think I would keep it Starkiller base, but they're just like launching an invasion. There's no, there's no planet killer. It's just, they have this base, It's it's got a bunch of weapons on it, and they're going to launch an invasion. What if instead of a planet killer, they have a planet sapper that like, it doesn't destroy a planet, but it just completely like drains away all of the life and resources uh, I, from it? That to me is still have, like this. This pl- like it's still a planet killer. It's still a super it's, weapon. Yes, yeah, too but, big. But, I want to just. Hey. I want it to just be like a. I want it to be like the fucking facility where they brainwash and take ch- like child soldiers and train them, and I want it to be a liberation mission, not a just like oh let's blow it up, you know, because the the thing that Last Jedi teaches us is, uh, we, like blowing shit up isn't always great. And sometimes blowing shit up is a fucking tragedy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in order to blow shit up, you have to lose a lot and it's not worth it. Even if blowing stuff up looks cool mm-hmm. and feels cool. And so like maybe the idea is like we have to save all these like fucking child soldiers that are in the First Order canonically. And that's what Finn is like. Finn is just he doesn't even care about the resistance. He just wants to like he suddenly wants to save the other stormtroopers because he's like if i can be saved everyone else can be redeemed I and we we can ha- i don't want him to have that in this movie because in this movie he's the han yeah poe yeah, yeah. Po is the leia ray is the luke uh finn is han and finn is like look i'm in this for myself and i made this friend ray and i want to go to this scary base to save ray in fact like i'm really scared to go because i was traumatized there and i was thinking about running yeah. away but just like Han comes back in the end, I'm going to come back and save my friend. And yes. I think and Stormtrooper Revolt is going to be his plot in eight and nine. Now here's my big, here's my big pitch for Kylo Ren and Rey, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun mm-hmm. and also cool. I want Rey to be a a, a femme she her envy. Good, good, good. And and I want. Kylo Ren to be a mask he him envy. Okay. And they are a dyad. Mm-hmm. So they are the two of them a binary system 
of non-binary people. Mm-hmm. I love and that. And I, I, I love just like the kind of irony of it, but also the beautiful like simplicity and symbolism of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I want her to, I want them to be he, him, and she, her, not necessarily because I, I want to make a funny, haha, a binary of non-binary people thing, but mainly because I want the protagonist of the series to be a feminine person. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really appreciate Ray in this series being a girl Jedi, which is the first one besides Ahsoka. <laughs> so thanks. Uh, and and they still thanks. haven't done too much with Ahsoka. Can you even get like an Ahsoka action figure? Because I feel like that. Oh should be yeah, given. that. Oh yeah. Uh, Ashley Eckstein really pushed uh, official Star Wars merch of female characters, and okay, it, it should not have taken that, but it. Like finally, it at least started. at least we yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah. I've so I have an Ahsoka Black series in stoke. I want to see this whole fucking movie be about like everyone trying to figure out what the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. That's what I want because that that's what New Hope is about, and that's what Phantom Menace is about. Is everybody well? Not really. Phantom Menace is kind of everybody's pretty sure about what they want. And then New Hope is like, we know what we want, but we don't think we can get it. And this one is, I don't, nobody knows what they want. Ray doesn't know if she wants to know her parents or if she wants to go explore the galaxy or if she wants to be a fucking Jedi or if she wants to be in the resistance or what the fuck she wants. Kylo doesn't know if he wants to be evil. He doesn't know if he wants to like give up on the evil thing. He doesn't know if he wants to submit to Snoke or overthrow Snoke or what he wants. Uh, Finn doesn't know if he wants to save the stormtroopers or just go off on his own and be free or if he's like friends with uh, you know if if his friendship with Rey is strong enough or important enough to go risk this whole mission and Poe doesn't know if like he is good enough as a pilot or like he's if he's failing the resistance because he got captured maybe he feels like because he lost BB-8, he's a bad member of the Resistance, and he's like, everyone's dealing with their, this internal shit, mm-hmm. and then f- then Jedi comes, and it's all externalized, and everybody fucks everything up. And that's what Jedi is about, and Jedi stays pretty much the same. Is yeah. Everybody takes all these internal feelings, they get really sure about what they want to do, and they do everything wrong. Mm-hmm. People, people bitch about Canto Bite, and they say that it's like a useless sidetrack and it makes no. me so mad because there is some silly stuff there that could be cut for sure but Finn learns that this life that he thought he always wanted as this forced child soldier who like saw these people living these extravagant lives and he's like oh I wish I could live that way and then he learns that no all these people are fucking terrible and they're the reason why poor kids like him have to fight in these goddamn wars mm-hmm. and yeah. it's all for profits and they're playing both sides and it radicalizes him and it, it his story is a mirror of Poe's where Poe has to learn that there are some things that you don't fight for there are some times where it's better to run than fight and Finn has to learn there are things worth not running for there are things worth fighting for and Kylo and yeah. Rey's story mirror each other in The Last Jedi. And it's fucking brilliant. And it, it blows yeah. my mind that people don't see how smart see, the writing and the themes are in this movie. People seem to, like, really also, fucking hate The Last Jedi. Also, Snoke also, and Luke's 
stories mirror each other as the mentor figures. It's so good. Yeah. Also, you see a fucking brilliant uh, shot of this exactly where you in in the Snoke chamber fight scene uh, when it slows down and everything is shot in perfect symmetry as the red guards all start to like the Imperial guards all start to take like attack Ray and uh, and Kylo. And they both are perfectly mirrored uh, mirrors of each other. One dressed in like gray and white and one all black red lightsaber, blue lightsaber split down the middle by Snoke, who's literally cut in half. Mm-hmm. It's like the symbolism is screaming at you. Pay attention to me. It's about mirrors and reflections. Remember the planet with the fucking mirror and the who are my parents? And it's a yeah. reflection of what the fuck? The, 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 it's about balance, dark and light. There's a fucking yin and yang, a reflecting pool with a dark side and a light side in the mountain. What the fuck do you want? It's a perfect fucking film. <laughs> I think the only thing are we, I would Are we still change... talking about the, fir- the, the first or the second in the new trilogy? Second. This We're is, talking about Last Jedi. Last yeah, Jedi. This is, I, I haven't seen it, so, I'm prob- so I might be speaking out my ass here, but uh, I do think it's kind of hilarious that they think that the, the dude who made Knives Out had no idea what he was doing. Brian Johnson has yeah. been my favorite writer-director since Brick. And then Brothers Bloom is probably my second favorite movie of all time. Like, Looper is great. Last Jedi is great. Knives Out is phenomenal. Like, the dude doesn't make bad movies. Knives Out is amazing. I think the... It's awesome. The only thing I would change would be maybe, like, give Chewie a little more. Yeah. Like, Chewie doesn't do a whole lot. And, like, I, I, I think if he and Luke mourned Han... Yeah. A little bit more like that, like, things just kind of slow down and they have a moment where they mourn the loss of Han, that that would have been really powerful. Uh, yeah. But that's, I think, all I would add. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, that's, I, 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 I think about that all the time, that Chewie just kind of, like, yells about Han dying and then moves on. And, like, I know enough about Wookiee culture to know that they mourn their dead for fucking generations. So, like... It is a. It, it's not exactly a fucking. Especially because he wasn't able to bury the body. Yeah. That's super important. And so, Chewie is pissed about Han, and I want to see that reflected in his behavior. And like, there's. I want to see Chewie cry. Like, I he should fucking mourn. I mean, I know they're very stoic and they don't cry, but like, fucking, they should. He should fucking like. It's his. It's Han Solo, Chewie. There's a really powerful fan comic, and I don't remember the artist because this was made after Force Awakens, so years ago now. Yeah. Where it's Han sees or Chewie sees Han die, and he is aiming at Kylo's head, and he has these flashbacks to playing with little baby Ben, and then like Ben is getting older, and they're going on adventures, and then. Like, it's Ben leaving and turning to the dark side, and Chewie's crying. And then Chewie pulls his shot down and shoots him in the gut rather than in the head. Oh, and it's fucking brutal. It's really beautifully made. Every time I see it, I tear up. And there's a deleted scene in Nine where they only storyboarded it. They did not, and they I think they filmed it digitally, but they never filmed it with actors. Where when Chewie is captured in Nine, Kylo does the mind trick interrogation that he did to Poe. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's trying to find out where Leia is 
and Chewie forces him to see memories of them together growing up and forces Ben to see memories of good times with Uncle Chewie and good times with Han and good times with Leia and he forces Ben to give up the interrogation and Ben leaves and cries. Oh, why didn't they keep that? That's good shit. Chewie has stayed strapped to the table and and is crying. That's good shit, though. And when I think about that, I'm like, god damn, that, like, if Nine is missing anything, Nine is missing a fucking heart. It's definitely missing like, that. Nine, That's Nine good shit. Nine feels so heartless to me of like, oh, well, what do people want in a Star War? Like, here's these ingredients. Telepolitically. Um, and the, and here, that would have been a phenomenal scene. Here's, yeah, now we're in it, y'all. We got Jedi. through eight. We got through eight. Eight's fucking great. But I want, I just want desperately... We have set up these themes so deliberately through the entire series now mm-hmm. about like expectations and and mm-hmm. dogma and the Jedi and the Sith and the Force and like people being too proud or too complacent or you know whatever in this whole system and now we are here in the fucking in the in the end in the end zone we're here at 9 mm-hmm. Here's my things, and these are controversial opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think that Ray should have been a Palpatine. Oh, oh, that's not controversial for, for at sure. all. No, 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 no. But I don't hate it. Oh, I mean, okay. I, I don't hate it. But they did it wrong they should have stuck to their guns and just had ray be nobody i think that that's a much more powerful message however the idea that she's a palpatine even if it's not true is a powerful one to kind of fuck with her and have her make this decision that luke tells her as a force ghost which is you know um some ties are uh, yeah some some ties are stronger than blood something like that mm-hmm. and my thing is like th- everyone's mad about the ending the ending the last I'm, line I'm mad about is, a lot but the ending the, to me is la- fine the ending to me the last line that's perfect that is a perfect ending because the movie then becomes about found family and choosing your own destiny and doing what's right and and and, and choosing love uh-huh. you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's what it's about that's what that's the force that's the fucking that's the force mm-hmm. not the jedi going through all the oh you can't feel you can't choosing to love and not destroying because of it that's good i think that's real good i think it was jenny nicholson who pointed out this idea of like they ask Ray, this little girl, and Pisana goes, oh, like, what's your name? And she's like, Ray, just Ray. And she says, kind of sad. And then at the end of the movie, the old lady could have said, oh, what's your name? And she goes, Ray, just Ray. But she says it contently and happily because she has found mm. this family and she doesn't need this, like, weird legacy, like, yeah. thrust on her. And that would have been beautiful to just repeat the same line at the start of the movie, she's sad about it. At the end of the movie, she's learned this lesson and grown and just Ray and she's 
happy and content and fulfilled, that would have been great. I am fine with her taking the name Skywalker. I don't have an issue with that. I I, I don't love the Palpatine shit. I don't need it. The, he doesn't the, need to be in this movie. He doesn't need to be in this movie. And they also they 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 announced it in fucking Fortnite, which is unforgivable. Um. Uh. But now here's the thing that I. I I here's a fun concept, right? Follow me here. Mm-hmm. What if at the end, right? Um. Uh she's going along with this echo line thing that you're talking about maybe at the beginning she says like uh uh you know hey what's your name she's like ray and he's like oh what's do you have another name she's like no it's it's ray that's it it's it's just ray just the one and uh then at the end she has a moment and she does we do an echo of solo and instead of Han Solo getting the name given to him, he chooses that name because he's a trans man and he says, you know, Han, you know, Han, you know, I'm all on my own, you know, that's it. I'm Han, I'm Han Solo. And we use that line and we kind of make it kind of blend with the first line. And she's like, oh, my name's Ray. And they're like, well, you got another name? And she's like, no, nah, it's just, it's just Ray. Ray Solo. <laughs> If she picks that name, the Raylos are going to be so oh. thrilled. Well, fine. Yeah, but it's not a matter of her wanting to, like, love Ben. It's that Han was the f- the only person who could really be considered, like, a father figure. Yeah. Leia was a mentor. Luke was a mentor. Luna was a mentor. Um, but Han was, like, a father figure to her a little bit. And, like, the fact that she has his car even you know i'm fine with it and then it's also it's not like a legacy because han solo was fucking nobody no after the war he's not forgot who he was yeah Mm -hmm. he's not a skywalker he's fucking he's he's han fucking solo he's back to selling weed out of his winnebago like yeah so so like that's she's not picking up a legacy but she's like honoring both the person she was a dyad with and also like this kind of father figure who was really nice to her and also it is her asserting that it's just her and she doesn't need anyone else because she doesn't need any legacy or line to prove that she's worth anything she has family and she doesn't need a name to prove it well let's sort out the villain because if we're not doing Palpatine here's my pitch (sighs) Yeah, Kylo Ren is the main villain we saw him reject salvation in 8 He's mm-hmm. he's full bad boy dark side and um really evil. It is kind of weird that they didn't go with that because that's Hux, like the most obvious thing. Hux is his yeah. Hux is his right hand man mini boss. Oh, and we yeah. we kept this shit in with Phasma in the last movie where she shoots her own troopers to keep her secret. We keep that yeah. shit. It's a great scene. Shouldn't have been cut, mm-hmm. but yeah. she's still yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. Phasma is still dead. Um yeah. Kylo is like raising planets. Like he's recruiting more for the First Order. He's kidnapping more children. Hux is in charge of training yeah. the army. And the main no secret infinite star destroyers. <laughs> yeah, he he's got a big army, but he doesn't need the secret fleet. Uh, the good yeah. guys still wait, go. Wait, on a... wait, wait! I need y'all to explain that to me because I did not see nine. What do you mean a secret fleet? 
Emperor Palpatine, so Palpatine is connected to a pillar, like a robot pillar, and he has a secret fleet of Star Destroyers where each one of them has built into it a miniature Death Star. What? So there, there's like 5,000 mini Death Stars in these Star Destroyers. Who's, it's, but it's very silly. Who's driving them? It's pr- uh, pretty silly. We don't Zombies, know I think? these like weird cultists who have just been hanging out chanting for hundreds of years, maybe? Were they just waiting in the wings? It's like ghosts. But they're, I'm not they're sure. Physical, it's really fucking yeah. confusing. It's really bad. Where did he get the... Because, so, like, if it took so, them between three and four to finish the Death Star, now, how did how did Palpatine... We, we don't know. It's just bad. I don't... But now, why? Now, here's, here's the thing, though. I don't hate that Palpatine exists. If we want him to be like invader's helmet like whispering to kylo i'm fine with that but i i foolishly said the only reason i'm cool with palpatine coming back is i trust jj to not erase the importance of anakin's sacrifice like an idiot and uh, <laughs> why would you trust slappy two with anything why would you and, trust uh, Abrams with anything didn't you see his star I, trek too i did i did it bad uh, hey, don't turn JJ around. I just... What did I just say? God, I hate that fucking scene. So, the heroes, while Kylo is on this mission to like recruit more kids for his child army uh, for Hux to train, and we see them like committing atrocities, the heroes still go on a fun MacGuffin chase, and Rose mm-hmm. comes along. And, yes, please, thank and you. And you know who else fucking comes along? Ooh. Lieutenant Connix. Because Lieutenant Connix is a ride-or-die bitch with Poe Dameron. And they underused her so bad in 9 as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's She's the A-Wing pilot, right? No, the, Tally Lyncher was the A-Wing pilot who got blown up. Connix is uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. And she is the uh, blonde yeah. who is like helping Poe out the entire time in 8. She doesn't do much in 7, yeah. but in 8 she is like right there with Poe, like blasters out, like we're doing a piracy, let's go. Uh, so like her and I think her and Rose are dating now yes I like that Ro- I like that a Rose lot Rose and Connix are dating um, and like maybe they stay with the ship a little more while everyone else is going like le- like when they land like just the trio and Chewie go out and stuff but they're there the whole fucking time helping and like doing things um, yes eventually I think Kylo and Rey have this confrontation and they have their epic fight. Um, I think Finn leads a stormtrooper revolt and personally yes. kills Hux. Like Hux dies yeah. by Finn's hands. Um, well, or I there was concept art of Hux committing seppuku, and I'm kind of cool with that too. Um, I here's the thing. I yeah maybe mm, yeah yeah. I, yeah. Maybe Finn doesn't need a boss fight because he got one in eight, but like I need Finn to do a lot, and I love this idea of him freeing the stormtroopers, and the final battle is half the stormtroopers who have rejected this life that has been forced on them and like fight for the good guys. Wait, did, and maybe yeah. maybe did they all not of the good stormtroopers stormtroopers? Maybe all of no. the good stormtroopers mark their helmets with a red handprint, like Finn did. Oh, that's cool. That's really good. Um, 
I don't know what Poe is doing all this. I guess he's like leading the main battle and like inspiring people because he learned like you got to inspire people and you got to be a good leader. So like he wait, what about Poe's uh, spice trading fucking Ant Man looking friend? Well, that's super racist that they took the only Latinx character and made them a drug dealer. When oh like, shit, yeah. did they when, make him a? What the fuck when did I? We miss? know who Poe's parents were. They are uh, Kess and Shara Dameron, and they were, like, war heroes and really honorable and, like, really fucking good people. And, like, Poe was in the Republic before he joined the Resistance. So, like, fuck all of this, like, weird random drug dealer plot that they gave why was So we're he, not going to do that. Why was he a drug dealer? Because it's... JJ doesn't because know JJ how to Abrams write JJ Abrams is a racist. No, but, like, in <laughs> the story, why did they do that? Because they wanted him to be Han. They didn't understand that Poe is Leia, so they tried to, in 9, they just tried to make him Han, but, and it doesn't fit. But, like, fit. when did they drop that? Just in 9. In 9. Just in, just nine. in 9, they just dropped it in but, there. But, but, they so were, what is the context for finding that out? There isn't any. They, He's just like, I do. I deal drugs. And it's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> It's like, I used to deal drugs, but I don't anymore. Don't talk about Wait, it. Wait, but... He, um, he's, he's literally like, don't ask about when I was a drug dealer. And everyone's like, we weren't. Jesus. I'm, I'm going to level with y'all. For the past, like, like hour, I've kind of just been... I've, I've started to float off of my chair, and I'm getting close to the ceiling, and I don't know when I'm going to stop. That's the drugs. That Poe sold you. Yeah, because JJ's a racist. Um, I don't know if JJ is overtly racist, but that's definitely racist. Um, uh, and I it's mean, bad. you know, like subtle racism is worse than overt racism in my mind because then it's because it normalizes uh, it. I I went to two years at the same liberal arts college that JJ Abrams went to. Uh, I can assure you, he's a racist. Uh, um, I'm just I'm so, not gonna give uh, him the benefit of the doubt. Fuck so, him. Yeah, we just we so, just cut that out we don't we don't need it we don't yeah. need that character um it's unnecessary there's enough badass women in this that we don't we don't need the power ranger uh i think po, we bring tandy back yeah sure she just shows back up in this uh and we, yeah, we bring like, a couple I heard of heroes fucking back. you're putting together a ride or die crew yeah we bring tandy back at the end we bring nine numb back um we we bring oh wait a minute we bring, Ad, we bring Admiral Raddus back. Uh, and I think Poe I think Poe chooses not to fly in a fighter ship. I think Poe leads from a capital ship. That's his big growth. Oh, line. and he's not he doesn't get to be a big damn hero. He's yeah, he's he has, tactical now. Yeah, he has to lead from a position An Akbar chair. Yeah, and like he he's still in the thick of things. Like it's not like he's behind safely or something. No, yeah. But he doesn't get to be a hotshot pilot. And I think Snap yeah. Wexley, Poe's best friend, gets to, like, be the fighter pilot hero. Oh, and I think he does get a big fucking, a big damn hero pilot moment where, like, he'll pilot the capital ship and do something, like, weird and ridiculous with it. Yeah. In, like, a, in a super creative thing that only he could think of. Um and he gets more of a Captain Kirk moment, you know what I mean? Like more of a more of a Riker moment, yeah. you know what I mean? Um. So, okay, okay, okay. I 
don't know if it's the alcohol or just because I don't know the most about Star Wars, but I've been disassociating like really badly and I'm sorry if I haven't been contributing much. It's fine. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, I think we're about wrapped up in a second. Yeah, it so. seems like that, but, oh man, the, the next, the next I can fix that has got to be about something I know, because I thought I knew enough about Star Wars, but I have no fucking idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> um. Yeah, it has that effect. I'm so confused. Yeah, to end it, I think... I think they capture Hux and uh, he gets killed by some stormtroopers who are goodies now. And I think Kylo gets captured. Oh, he's um, not, not deadified? He gets captured? I like I like the dyad thing, um, I'm personally. I'm fine with the dyad thing, too. And if we want to reveal that like while he and Ray are fighting, they kind of have this clarity moment of like they're both being manipulated by Palpatine ghost. And instead of killing him with lightning, they like, I don't know. Ray uses force heal, uh, which like by healing him and doing something pacifist, it forces him to take like physical shape and then they defeat him. And then Ben has to live a life seeking atonement for his sins and crimes rather and than in order to do that he chooses to go out and train the next generation of Jedi in the ways of healing and kindness and goodness and that's I mean, the that's, way that's he will atone for the rest symbolic gesture I would not trust him around the Padawans yeah yeah that's the thing like I I don't know what the answer is for like what is what is redemption for Ben Solo? Like he's done some really terrible shit, but I do think showing angry white boys that you don't just get to live a terrible life and then on your deathbed you get a get out of jail free card and go to space heaven maybe isn't the best lesson. Maybe a better lesson is saying, you know what? I realized that I made all these mistakes and I did some really heinous shit. And now I'm going to work the rest of my life to atone for it and better myself and better my community. And maybe he, like, the movie can end with that commitment and maybe, uh, and I don't think the movie needs to he, answer it, but maybe the books, like, does he stand trial? Nah, does he go to jail? I don't know. I don't know what redemption is. I got is. the answer, though. It's not about force. He gives up the force. Maybe that's his thing is, like, because Luke cuts his connection off with the force. Maybe Kylo's also, like, I can't handle the force. And that's a cool like addiction analogy of like, I can't responsibly use the force. It consumes me and takes control of me, but I can live by the methods, like by the teachings of like this good thing that Ray is now doing as Ray goes off to help liberate and like restore the idea of the force and, and, re and kind of bring it back to its original roots of like goodness and love. Um, and Kylo's redemption is humble. It's very humble. And what he does is he goes with now that all these stormtroopers are free, they're like, what do we fucking do now? We were trained from birth to be fucking killers. And now we have all this trauma and shit and no one's going to want to take us in because we're stormtroopers and we don't want to lie about our lives, but we have to kind of like create. And so, and there's enough of them that maybe they just like create 
a, a community, like a civilization. And maybe Kylo is just, just like their local healer friend. You know what I mean? Like he's just kind of like old Ben to them. Yeah. And then he becomes old Ben. That 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 sounds good. Yeah, then Ray he gets older, and he Ray comes back and says, "You know what? There was still good in Kylo. He died Ben Solo." Yeah, and just tells everyone that he he sacrificed himself and he died, and mm-hmm. uh, Kylo lives as you know, kind of this kindly hermit, hermit who is slowly trying to better himself and his community mm-hmm. and, yeah, and and he uses his and, bitch and sword to like defend their town from and, raiders and or he's something. he's helping the people who he hurt the most yeah exactly yeah. and that's his atonement that's his lifelong amends is to ensure generations of people uh come from the generations of people he hurt and that their lives are beautiful and kind and full of love and not miserable and that that's just its own that's that doesn't even need to be shown that's just kind of felt maybe they write a book and if you want to read the book you can read the book but you don't have to and that's star wars yeah it ends it ends with ray ray solo or whatever still yellow lightsaber great love that um Poe and Finn and, live happily ever after. Connix and Rose yeah. live happily ever after. Chewie lives and, happily ever after. And Ray uh is gay. Ray goes off and Ray goes off and helps uh fucking save some f- broom kids, you know? Yeah. If if people really hated the final shot of Ray by herself, I didn't assume she lived there. I just assumed she was honoring her friends by burying the lightsabers there. But they can show her heading back to the ship where her family is, her found family. Mm-hmm. And they all board yeah. together. And they and they fly off, and the last shot is the Millennium Falcon pointing at the stars, and then the engine flares, and it goes off straight into the middle of the scene, the middle of the frame, and then and then fucking blue blue credits. Done. I think we did it. I we, think we did it. I think we changed we made... overall very little, but we made it all better. I didn't yeah. contribute anything to any of this, and I'm very sorry. It's no, fine. you were we, great. We, we, you had a lot to to add, and I think that your your input was very valued in sort of uh, shaping it. It's Thank it's you. it was a humble contribution to a humble uh, a much more humble series that we made. Yeah, this I think. isn't one where we've had to like rip up the whole foundation and completely like revamp it. Uh, uh, the, the, it has it has oh, yeah. it's like it's like when you get like a really shitty house but it's got like a good frame. Also, yeah, if, good bones. If Haley and I are in a room together, the the Star Wars nerdiness is going to take over. And having someone yeah. there who's like, wait, I haven't even seen them all. Like, I like them, but like, slow down Slows and explain. Fuck down, slow yeah. down and explain yeah, what the I fuck a Praetorian guard right is. Now. That's that's important. Yeah. Explain why we're referring to everything in increments of BBY. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right. Well, thank you everybody for 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 
the being here with yeah. us for this. To yeah. Everything fun-filled episode of I can fix that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Sarah, would you like to to let you know where we can find your stuff? Hey. Sure. Um. I have a cosplay page where I post a lot of Star Wars shots. Uh. And uh occasionally thirst traps uh warden underscore cosplay on instagram um i'm on twitter at a one hat town uh i talk about star wars too much on twitter uh lately it's been a lot of social justice shit because black lives matter and everything is terrible but yeah um black lives matter bi lesbians are valid yeah, I don't even know what happened today with that. That's some fucked up shit. Um, I really hope that that'll be dated mm-hmm. by the time that I edit this, which is tomorrow. I um, have a podcast on Lunar Light called Force Friends Rewatch. We talk about Star Wars TV shows. We have, by the time this comes out, we'll have just done a crossover with Badvertising, which I'm really excited about. Um, and then my other podcast is Ending Pending, and we talk about uh, TV shows which only lasted a single season, and we try and figure out what went right, what went wrong, and why it got canceled. All right. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, you can follow me on my Twitter at HeyStews and Red at uh, RedBuddy. You can follow the, the blog Twitter at, uh, at IcanFixPodcast or, uh, I don't know, we have an email. I'm sure there's a link to it. I can't remember the name of it. But if you have ideas or suggestions or just want to tell me how your day is going... Is there's there's a whole Twitter for that. Wowie. Wowie. So, I, I'm glad you listened to. I can fix that today. It's not how we usually say things, but thank you for thank you for listening. It's <laughs> the what we usually say. Thanks for listening, friends. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and as always, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Blue Ovaltine. That's the... That's your sign-off?